0: Welcome to Contracts and Conversations. My name is Jim Valley, and I'm joined by my co-host Scott Williams. Today, we're talking with Ken Karkov, DAU's Learning Director for Small Business, about SBP 1010: Introduction to Small Business Programs, Part A. So, Ken, thanks for joining us today. Jim, thanks for giving me an opportunity to talk about this course, and it's especially exciting because this is a new course. Right, and we talked about, you know, SVP 101 before, and so this is the new 1010 course, and so we are glad to have you back. I'm super excited, and
1: uh, it's nice to see that, you know, we did talk about the 101 being reissued as 1010. Well, the time is here. Uh, This course was just deployed on March 9th, so it's a new course. It's the first new small business course that's been deployed by DAU for several years, so it's real exciting. This is an online training course. It is part of the credentials, one of the five credential courses. It is part A. It's the prerequisite to part B, which is a virtual instructor-led course, SBP-102. It is one of the five courses in the credential, so the credential stays the same at five courses. We just added a significantly updated course. It's really good. The course replaces the predecessor course, SBP-101. Uh, It's an introductory course, and it consists of five modules, which I'll talk about a little later, and and a final exam. The course is, is very comprehensive. It talks about the small business vision from DOD, talks about the small business program goals. It talks about culture. We all know culture is very important, whether it's an organization or whatever, culture is very important. So, it talks about small business culture and values from the view of the functional leader. So, for small business, the functional leader is the director of the Office of Small Business Programs. Right now, that's Mr. Farouk Mehta. It also talks about from that aspect of the Department of Defense acquisition and sustainment, Mr. LaPlante, and then ultimately up to the Secretary of Defense, Secretary Austin. So, right to the top within DOD. Uh, A key part of the course is the new 2023. DOD Small Business Strategy. A lot of folks probably don't know that there even is a DOD Small Business Strategy. There have been several in the past. This is a new iteration. It was just released in January. So the course really came out at a very good time to incorporate what's in that new strategy and the objectives uh, that are in that new strategy. The course provides key baseline business processes, always got to have the business processes, tools that are used in small business, These may be search tools or acquisition-related tools, legislation, which drives policy, procedures, uh, including funded programs and socioeconomic programs. And finally, the course discusses the expectations of small business professionals. If you're a DOD small business professional, what are you expected to do on a daily basis as you support your customers internally, the acquisition team? You're a part of the team, but what are you doing? Uh, What are you expected to do to support them, contracting officers, program managers, and others, and also outside, externally, to the small businesses that are either supporting or want to support DOD. And then lastly, uh, it also provides their role as a subject matter expert throughout DOD to help provide an understanding of where and how they support the DOD acquisition process. So they support the process all the way through planning to contract award and even post award process. So I'm, I'm real excited that we got this new course deployed and looking forward
2: to talking about it with you further as we go through this podcast.
0: Oh, great. Sounds great.
2: Yeah, Ken, it's always exciting to roll out a new course, especially when you feel real happy with how it went in development and what we're going to provide to the students. So speaking of the students, what type of students are the target uh, audience for this particular course? good question. Uh, The audience remains the
1: same. So this course is really designed for new entrants to the small business professional. It will say career field for the purpose of doing a career role, but it is not a career field. The credential is what drives the process within DOD. Those that are pursuing the small business credential, and as I mentioned in the earlier podcast about the credential, the credential at the DOD level is strongly encouraged. It is not mandatory, but I think the last look There's over 700 folks that are enrolled in the small business credential right now. On any given day, there's about, you know, six or 700 small business professionals. So I think most of them that are already in a position are enrolled in the credential. So the target area is you're either new into being a small business professional or you are a small business professional and you want to pursue the credential. And lastly, all new acquisition professionals. So if you partake in an acquisition, you need to know about small business. The small business uh, program under DOD, legislation, policy, statutory, all of those things. So this is a really good course, too, because it's online. So it's easy to get. There's no competition for getting into billets. And lastly, it's also a great course for industry. Industry can also take DAU online classes. The credentials limited to DoD and defense acquisition personnel, but this online course is open to anybody that can get into a DAU system and enroll in the course.
0: That's excellent. And bringing industry in is always great. We obviously want to partner with industry and understand their views when it comes to small business. So. One thing we talked about before was how the pride you guys have in the DAU small business group in making sure that what they learn in these courses transfers to the workplace. So how does that work with SBP 1010?
1: Thanks for that kind compliment. About we really do take great pride and enthusiasm. We only have a couple small business instructors. My primary role as a learning director is to develop new courses or maintain and update the existing courses. But because we have such a small number of small business professors, I teach a lot. I teach almost every small business course. And every single class, we really want to make sure we take time to ensure that the students get the learning that they plan on getting, that they can transfer back to the workplace. And whenever we see an end-of-course evaluation or we give them other opportunities to provide be- feedback, that they can tell us, hey, I can transfer this learning. I'm going to take this concept or I learned something new that I can apply or, You gave us a tool or a template or something that we can use uh, really is what really jazzes us and makes us want to come back and and teach another class. And many times we can take that template or that sample that was shared by a student or that learning objective and forward fit it into a following teach of the course. So this course has five modules and uh, we restructured the modules when we restructured the course. So if you've seen the legacy course, you're going to say, wow, this is different the way it's structured. So we wanna first focus on strategic. So what's the strategic role of the small business workforce? By that, we mean anybody that's in a small business professional role. What are they doing and how can they impact DOD acquisition? Because we know that we're in a competition now. We've got near peer competitors with China. We got what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine. So we got a lot of things going on. And that's part of the reason that the small business strategy was significantly revised is to make sure that the small business program maps specifically to national defense strategy and national objectives. So the first thing we want to do is talk about how that small business workforce maps to acquisition, maps to Big A, the Big A in acquisition. Everything we're doing maps to the national defense strategy. The second thing we do is talk about the strategic role of the small business professional. So not only are we looking at, you know, what is industry providing and how are they providing the products or services that our warfighters need, We talk about the role of the small business professional and how do they engage with industry? How do they have an engagement process with their government customers inside? You know, they're always engaging inside and outside. So, you know, you want to be able to transfer those skills when you get back to the workplace and how to either learn more or enhance what you're doing with those processes. And then using the small business programs, there is no cookie cutter approach. There's an overarching small business program, but there's multiple Socioeconomic programs that apply. There's four of them specifically, and there's some other programs that we touch into, but primarily the programs that have uh, authority for acquisition, whether it's sole source or it's, you know, competitive or set aside. So how can you understand those programs and use those programs within your buying command to one, get what the warfighter needs, hopefully uh, help your organization achieve or exceed your small business goals? which are negotiated on an annual basis with the SBA. They flow down to the agencies. Using small business systems, that's the fourth module. Those are not all small business systems. There are some that are specifically small business. Others are just acquisition systems, like, for example, Federal Procurement Data System, Next Generation, or the Electronic Subcontracting Reporting System. Those apply to all acquisitions. But there's also the Dynamic Small Business Search. That's an SBA-owned system only applies to small businesses. So the goodness is, if a company's in that system, they're a small business. So how do you work these systems? How do you coach and teach and mentor your small business staff or the acquisition folks that you work with to use these systems to learn how to employ and get the data, the metrics, the business intelligence we need out of these systems? We're doing market research to come up with what's the best acquisition strategy to procure this product or a service. And then lastly, we spent a lot of time about doing market research. And market research is not only for small business. It's in FAR Part 10. Uh, it is not sole responsibility of a small business professional. It's a team sport. Everybody on the team should be participating, or at least key members of the team, in market research. It's like football. It's a contact sport. There's some knock, you know, blocking and tackling, knocking people down, and eventually you come up with what that best strategy is going to be. And that's driven by market research, whether it's a full and open competition or it's a set-aside, if it's full and open, it'll have subcontracting. What is small business, what is maximizing small business in that strategy going to look like? And that comes out of that market research that you do. The other thing I was talking about is we have, at the end of each module, we have basically an exercise that the students work through. It gives them a couple things to think about you know, pick this, pick that, how would you solve this? And then did you do it right or not? you get some feedback and you progress through the scenario? So real excited about that. So not only is the learning there reinforced throughout the lesson, but it really gets reinforced at the end of each module when the student goes through a scenario. So all of these things are things that are really important that the student can take back to the workplace. And a reminder or kind of like a key important element for the student in taking this class is this is a prerequisite for SBP-102. So the skills that you learn in the 1010, the Part A, you're going to use again when you come to the instructor, the virtual instructor-led course. So there's two things you really need to take away from the class. What can you apply in your workplace? But also, what do you need to learn to build on when you come back and take the follow-on class, SBP-102V, VILT? which is the virtual
0: instructor-led class. All right, thanks, Ken. Hey, your enthusiasm is warranted and uh, I'm pretty excited about this course. And so hey, that's what they're supposed to do. So how do you assess the students to ensure that they are getting the material? Well, assessments are important because it it
1: certainly allows the student and certainly DAU to, to determine whether or not they've met the learning objectives of the class. So because this is an online class, it's pretty standard in the way we do assessments. So the student is given three attempts to pass an online exam, a.k.a. test. So I I may refer to it as a test, you know, so just know exam, test, we mean the same thing with a minimum score of 80%. So you need to get 80% on whatever try. So you got three tries to achieve 80% on an exam. If 80% is not achieved after the first attempt, you get a second attempt, although the questions are going to change because it pulls from a question bank, so the questions will be similar in scope and complexity, but they're going to be a different question in the areas, the objectives that it's testing. Then you certainly have an opportunity to go through with the third attempt. So if you complete first, second, or third try, you get 80% on any one of those, you're good to go. If you're unsuccessful, after a third attempt, the student may complete the course by re-enrolling. So you just say, well, got to re-enroll. You don't need to go anywhere, ask any permission, just re-enroll, go through the learning material. Again, probably the areas where you didn't get the questions correct uh, and be ready to take it. You go through the same thing, you get another three attempts. Also something that's fairly new with DAU now, is students uh, now have the opportunity to what DAU employs is called a test through policy. So if you feel pretty confident in the material, rather than going through all the lessons and then taking the exam, you can take the exam. And if you pass the exam, and obviously you achieved your learning. You don't need to go through all the slides and the learning. So you also have that opportunity as well. But ultimately, either way, you need to make sure you achieve 80% on an exam to graduate from the class. And then after you complete the class, it's really important that you fill out some feedback because we can always make updates or we will need to make updates as these courses are in existence for a while. Some last for a year or two, some for a couple of years. So we want to make sure the course is relevant and current. So please give us feedback on the survey. Thank
2: you. All right. Thanks, Ken. Ken. Hey, a quick question. Can a student sign up for SBP 1010, the Introduction to Small Business Programs Part A, without signing up for the entire credential?
1: Yes, absolutely. So there's uh, two options.
2: You can apply
1: for the credential. And again, that's EOD only. And then you can take the credential courses or you can take the courses independent of being in the credential. So it doesn't matter either way. And for example, industry is not going to be able to apply for the credential, but industry can apply to take the class. So it can be done either way. And what really makes this good is that one of the benefits of having these specialized courses throughout the credential is the you know leadership supervisors and the individual make a decision and design what's best for them to fit their specific training needs. However, if you are pursuing the credential, It is strongly recommended that you take the courses by level. So there's two 100-level courses, this one, SPP-1010, and then the follow-on course, SPP-102V. Those are the 100-level courses. And then there's three 200-level courses, SPP-201, which is another online course. And that's being redone and will be reissued as SPP-2010, probably by... Early May, so there'll be a future podcast. I think my colleague, Dr. Gigi McRae, who's the learning asset manager, is going to come in and do the podcast once 2010 gets deployed. So it'll be the same thing, and it'll be a new course. Then you have the SBP 202B, which is a virtual instructor led course. And then you have SBP 210, which is subcontracting. That's also a virtual course. That's an immersion in subcontracting. So we really recommend you progress through the courses, 100 level, then 200 level. And at the end, there is an exam. There's an overall credential exam that has to be completed. Once all five credential courses are taken, you take the assessment for the credential and you're done. So bottom line, you can enroll in the credential and take the courses if you're eligible for the credential, or you can take the online courses
2: independent of enrollment in a credential. Great information, Ken. I really appreciate you coming to the show today. You, you certainly laid out a lot of information for the students, and it sounds like a really exciting class. So again, thanks for coming to the podcast.
1: Oh, You're very welcome, and thank you, gentlemen, for your time. I really like doing these, and I think this is really helpful for the workforce. So thanks for the opportunity.
2: Absolutely. Folks, look for our next segment with Ken, where we're going to talk with him about another course, CON0090, which is Strategies for Contracting with Service-Disabled Veteran-Owned Small Businesses. So that's all the time we have for today. But please, if you haven't already, subscribe to our Contracting Conversations channel. Type any comments below to include your questions for future discussions. And spread the word of this channel to your peers and to those you supervise or lead. Let us help you answer their questions. We look forward to having future Contracting Conversations with you.